What is up? Tailgate Show Live. Uh, We are live. Are we really live? Can you feel me live? (laughs) (laughs) Are we really live? Oh, we're live. What? (laughs) What's up, Twitter? What's up, Periscope? It's the Tailgate Show coming to you live. Can you hear me live? Am I live? On the tweeters. What's cracking? What's cracking? What's going on, guys? 1920 football drive. How 1920 awesome football drive. The most important address in America, right? Yes, sir. About time, man. I've been waiting for something like this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, ex- I'm excited. It's episode 96 coming at you like a key uh, pick. Ooh! I can rhyme. <laughs> no, but no, I- but- how can you not be hyped about that though? Like we've been waiting for something like this from the Bears, so it's, it's cool that they're uh, they're going forward with something like this. Yeah, I'm hyped about it, but I'm also like, what the kind of like, what the hell? Because every other team in the league pretty much has way more than this. Every other team in the league has a show on the NFL thing, or they're live streaming at the beginning of camp. They got reporters putting out videos and we got nothing and now it's like we're gonna get you know uh some fluff pieces where they're driving around talking about how uh you know fucking like hardy they are and how motivated they are and a bunch of chip on their shoulder bullshit it's just gonna be a big pr show like I'm sorry, but we're getting less than everybody else right now. As, 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 as we're getting more than they've ever given us that way. So I'm good with it. You've never been to Bourbon A. Oh, man, here we go. I'm just telling you, it's not well, the same, bro. Right, but, you know, the Bourbon A phenomenon of, like, you know, let's just call it the Greg Braggs phenomenon because he really started, like, the... It's the Greg Braggs Olympics and we're all... Uh, but Greg, Greg gave us... Yeah, Greg gave us an inside look at that, and it was, it was actually pretty awesome what he was doing because for people like myself that live so far away and can't make it, it was great. But right, for, for but the Bears to do this, it's huge. There was nobody else doing that really before Greg Bragg started doing right, it. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that's like, why we're gonna we're sponsoring his drone. We got. Well, I'm saying we got spoiled. We got really spoiled because we had. I mean, you could you know when there were people at Bourbonnet putting out videos, you could just log on and sit there like the whole day watching new videos, you know, checking it out, whatever. So I feel starved, absolutely starved for content right now. Yeah, like. They didn't even put out practice snaps like more than a couple of days. I'm like, you, like, come on, man, we can't get a like some, you know, some selfies. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I found it odd. You know, we were talking about it previously. How was Hard Knocks going to do it with the introduction of cameramen, people, things of that nature, with the COVID nineteen going on? And it's really cool to see that they're finding a way to do it. Hard Knocks was awesome. I agree. I totally enjoyed it. I was surprised. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I think, uh, it I think, like I think we need to give the Bears a well. shot, though, here. I think we do. Let's see what they how they bring it out. and It might be pretty cool, man. No, I'm excited I, I, about They it. are excellent at producing content. I'm just saying that we got really used to, like, on-demand live. Right. We were really watching it live. And there are a lot of teams that are putting out live, direct content right now. So we might get some shinier cooler stuff and shout out to that whole team Jen and all them you know they do a great job it's just right now other teams fan bases are getting immediate you know I don't know. I watched, I watched that, that Patriots thing and it was some some guys that had a show that were 
watching it from a distance and, oh, look at them, like looking at the two fields at once. I mean, if the team's going to produce something, I've been waiting for this for a long time. So, again, I'm pumped up. Man. It would be and, nice and, to see how they, they interact on this and see if how much honesty you actually get, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, it's always it, – it's it's still going to be on message, and they're going to keep it, you know, balanced today. Like, everybody was having a total – you know, like sloppy orgasm over this Mitch video to to uh, throwing to Jimmy Graham and, <laughs> and Jimmy Graham spikes the ball on like a seven and seven drill and you know, like people are <laughs> people are going wild with this video, like yeah. breaking it down. People are trying to tell me that that Mitch looked off the safety. <laughs> like did he shut? Up, like she's down just a little bit now. Up, like, so much stop telling me that that video was anything. Any professional quarterback and professional tight end should be able to make that completion 98, 99 times out of one hundred. Like the book, the book showed Tom Brady throwing a break. A, they showed Tom Brady throwing like a four yard pass as a hype video. Man, it, it's it's okay for people to have something to be excited about, and we've said it here before. You're gonna fan how you're gonna fan if people. People are really positive, and they, they so we need positivity, man. So it's not all positivity. It's like people are trying to break down a music video, like <laughs> you know. And I put up <laughs> like that was great, like you know. And I put up like a, a you know like a joke thing, like here's your force uh, screen cap, so you can jack off to it, you know, and look at look at his <laughs> look at his fancy new throwing motion. That he got, that he bought from Jeff Christensen, Air Mall quarterback coach, <laughs> Sky Mall ass coach. Well, the only <laughs> thing I like the two the two things I took away from it it was Trubisky with the ones versus the ones. That's it. I mean, that's really all you can take away from it. And we knew that was going to be the case to start it off. They 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 told us that so. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, they better. I'm just telling you, you better come back with a Foles video tomorrow. Don't. They don't double, do don't do a double Trubisky because if there's two Trubiskys in a row, the quarterback competition is over. Great no. <laughs> Bryce is dropping the mic already. Like he, he's like, well, now the quarterback competition's over. What's the next position group you guys are so interested in? Foles is like, oh, come on. They better bring a Foles video tomorrow. I want to see Foles to Anthony Miller on a sl- on a skinny post. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well Natty doesn't have to come in to throw the deep ball for, for Foles. He right. only has to do that for Mitch. Ouch. <laughs> we got a couple people. Hey, oh, oh, we got some people in the chat. What's what's oh. good? Pump Pumpy ninety one. What's up? He's pumping 91 in the chat. Says, I think no matter what Mitch starts week one, he'll have a short leash, though, if he blows. Pause. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's no, I, I, I totally agree with that, man. I think this is uh, this is still Mitch's go at it, and if he fails, Foles will be brought in. I they're not just, but that is, you're trying to say, like, that's decided already? Like, that's just a fait accompli? Like, come on, it's man. decided. This is man. This is this is Pace's guy, man. Come on. They are still going to do their evaluation. They didn't bring in a bunch of patsies to like just push Mitch up to the throne. Like he he had his moment. Like you know, 
I mean, they, like he fucked it up. Like you know, it's like now, now his it's that like that meme that I made with the damn kid in the Camry. Like, get in! I'm getting everybody fired. Like that is <laughs> it. And so, like, you got to decide, like, you know, who you're gonna put in this race. You're gonna put like Johnny Utah in the in the Camry, or are you gonna put Nick Foles in the like? I don't know what's Nick Foles. Maybe like a like a Charger, like one of the new Chargers. <laughs> he's a nice car, but he's not he's not a sports car. You know what I mean? He's like a four cylinder Mustang. I mean, we yeah, truly don't we truly don't know the inside it's, working. It's three working. liter. You know what I mean? The two two hundred and eighty five horses. <laughs> we don't know the inside workings of what these guys are thinking inside Hallis Hall, but the there's also a young head coach involved with a quarterback that came into this league with not much experience. So if Mitch takes the next step, man, I'm here for it. But Yeah, well, well, that's the thing is that I think everybody is a project. And I would say, like, to people that are, are really out there trying to say that Pace and Nagy are on the hot seat and they're really close to getting fired, I don't believe that. I think there's a slow play on all these guys. And I think that the, that the McCaskies and Phillips are – pretty damn happy with what pace has done i mean you look at that building uh, that, so? that building and yes that building and the and the perception of the organization is so much better than where they were at with old hallis and john fox so you say what you want about the roster you say what you want about the draft picks and and you know believe me i can talk for a long time about pace mistakes but he has the team looking like a team, right? And, and like a, a real, like, big boy or big girl organization. You know what I mean? Like a, like a professional organization, not this mom-and-pop shit that the Bears have always been. You know, kind of like lovable little bears, Papa Bear. You know, it's like, at least he's got him feeling like a professional organization. It's like when the Cubs brought in Theo Epstein. You know, uh, no, it's not. Oh but Pace is not the OFC, but he's a professional. Like he's, I think he's, I think he's a professional person that is running the organization from an organization standpoint, from a business, from a, you know, like a, a, a guest facing business. I think they're happy. I think because of the pandemic, they might be a little more patient than they normally would. But I think that if this is a regular season. I think Pace, Pace might be on the hot seat. Yeah, I listen. I think he's got to. They got to go three and uh, thirteen for anybody to get fired. Like, and it's got to be embarrassing. That's how I feel about it. I think Mitch needs to pan out for Pace not to be. But get, Pace is going to get another more. shot. Like Pace is going to get okay. another shot with Pace. I feel like you. We want to dog him for the draft picks, right? Draft picks haven't really panned out. The reality is, he's also built a team around. He also built that defense. He also had his hands in that. Mm, I think Fox. Uh, yeah. If we want to kick him in the balls over one, we got to give him praise over the other. That's, why, that's that, why I don't man. think he's on the hot seat. Yeah. I don't. I agree. I don't think he's on the hot seat, but I will not, like, give him praise over, you know, some of these. I, I think he's been throwing darts in free agency, and he's hit a few. And as far as – you know, GMs. I mean, I, if you look at his like percentage, I don't think his overall percentage 
is is bad in terms of hits, but his first round picks have been atrocious. I mean, that's the only way to spin it. There's no like, you know, his first round picks are firing worthy. At this uh, point. Roquan, uh, I'm st- hey, that's one. Those, those, those. Everything else is garbage. Garbage. Well, it remains. Okay, so if it Mitch pans out, out but yes. like, let's separate Mitch, and you have Kevin White, Leonard Floyd, <laughs> garbage, garbage. Like, so nobody's at the edge, like Leonard Floyd's at the edge. Yeah, you can't, you can't keep making picks like that, first round picks, and last that long. Yeah, I mean Kevin White, not making excuses for pace, but the injuries weren't something you could predict. And that, that did have a huge impact. But you need hits. Like, I don't, you yeah. know, no, circums- I hear you. everybody deals with circumstances. And, and every you know, team wants hits, man. In the first round, it's tough. I'd take a hit. <laughs> I need a hit. Yeah. But yeah, man. Also, I, I, what I saw, the a lot of lots been talked about Anthony Miller and the articles and the the comments Furry had about him, and th- I think this is gonna be a big season for him, man. Like I, th- I think he's finally I think a, a, getting things on a maturity side. I think it's a big season if the quarterback play is different from last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I see this whole thing that's going on with Anthony Miller, and I'll be the, I've, you know, I think I've criticized him plenty as far as like mental errors on the field and stuff like that. But there's this whole like weird narrative that like he's got all these off the field issues, and I don't see that at all. Like, you know, like he's a, he's definitely got a whole lot of swag from Memphis, and you know, he's the kind of dude that'll throw a grill in and, you know, and swag up and whatever, but like, he's not, he didn't have real off the field issues. And I feel like a lot of the questions he was getting asked were like leading him to that. Like, tell us why you're more mature, Anthony. Tell us why you don't have the off field issues you had before. Like, like this dude is out causing trouble. Like the, you like, no, I just he, think it was like things like not, not being very responsive in team meetings. Right. And, that, and now he is, he's more dialed in that way before it was right. just like, he knew he was talented coming in young kid, just knew he could beat his guy. And that's not what they were looking for in this system. So right. well, and, and the spot. biggest takeaway I had was what he said about saying it's not playground anymore, right? Like he understands and he admitted that in the first year he's just going out there and running around being open. But they're trying to turn him into a real deal professional wide receiver and harness all that talent, which I think is awesome. But I'm just not a furry guy. Like I think furry is all about yelling and lifting weights and being like a blowhard, but like I don't see the development among our wide receivers. Like I want, I want, to, grow, I want to grow back, but yeah. Um, I just, so I think this whole narrative that he put together and this tough love stuff, I think is working to an extent, but it sure feels like you wish they would maximize this incredibly talented player instead of like trying to browbeat him into this magical naggy system that to this point can't even score 20 points a game. We, we were saying that before too. Like you got a guy that can get open, hit him if he's open. Right, well, we don't have that quarterback. I know, but we also forget that these are kids. Literally, they're they're kids. Oh, sure. You know, and there's a maturity process that goes along with it. He just had his first baby, you know. Life's changing rapidly for him, and maybe a life event like that can snap a person into a different realm where they understand that they have to do more than just what they've done before to get by. 
I think there was a little like too much put into that. I just think that he's just kind of realizing that he needs to pay attention to the details and what they want him to do. It just bugged me the way all those reporters were like latched onto it. Like they were really trying to bait him. And I think he did a good job where he was kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know, and he had some, he was like, yeah, I grew here. I grew there. And but I think it was weeder asked him like, what, or uh, maybe I don't know who it was. So somebody asked him like, what was the difference in this five game stretch? Cause he has, you know, he had a sick five game stretch and, um, I think it was Weeder was talking about if he does that for an entire season, it's like a 1300 yard, like 90 catch, you know, uh, seven, eight touchdown season. Like if he just takes his last five games and can, can really do that for a full season, he's going to be insane. I mean, this, but, he, he led, but, he led the team in touchdowns his rookie year, right? Right, but that's just because the offense sucks. Like, that's oh, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> you shouldn't leave the team with seven. Like, like no, but, I mean, I, like I said, like, if you're coaching your player's strengths and this kid isn't quite grasping it yet, but he's getting open, that's that's also, like. Right, like, it's just like, oh, you're not getting the right open? Like, dude, I watched, I watched that, uh, that mic'd up thing with the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That Number one, that was great damn television but two like to hill and mahomes they're a schoolyard out there mm-hmm. like that's anthony miller right he needs, he needs like, a running mate they are big ben and antonio brown were at times too sometimes yeah, you they have are. To improvise. and so it's like you're trying to tell this dude anthony miller is the baddest dude on the playground and you want to take the playground away from that it's like just because your quarterback can't mentally like Deal. You got to take your most talented, your most talented players, and like handcuff him, because you know it's like it's like oh if you, if you don't if you don't run the route perfectly, yo like when the, when the Eagles beat us in the playoffs and Nick Foles hit uh, ooh, Golden Tate, our buddy, right? He got traded. He got traded. He got traded. <laughs> Crazy, right? No, but when he hit him, Tate didn't even know the play, like. He was like, I didn't get the play, so I just figured I'm just gonna do this, like, <laughs> and, well, and that, well, that's that, really that. in the presser, he was like, sometimes it's it's not where it's supposed to be, but players make plays. Yeah. Exactly, and that's my thing is that ten, Mitch t- can't do it. Like, if it goes, well, except, if except if it like goes in, off schedule, he's lost. Well, sometimes. It's just, it's like, it, it, unless he can roll out and, like, be, like, super yeah. off schedule. We've seen him effective extended plays, man. Like, yeah, but what I'm talking about is, like, what you see Foles do is, like, he's in the dirty pocket pause, and he's he's stepping up and, and shifting around and, you know, letting a play develop, not flipping around like a freaking kid pretending to be a superhero and spinning out and running. I mean, like, Mitch runs, rolls out like, you know, like we used to do with the Nerf in the living room, you know, like ready to dive over the couch and shit. Like, it's like, come relax, dude. Like, get in the pocket and Bulls throw also, the ball. Bulls also did that behind a, a much better offensive line. Than oh, we. sure. Uh, we don't know. It could, it could improve because Steele's supposed to be the savior or something, but he had a much better offensive lineman in front of him than Mitch did last season. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's propaganda season. I I just, you know, 
it's it's just it, kind it of happens every off season, man. Let right. people get hyped. It's no, good. I'm not saying don't get hyped. I'm hyped. I see the videos. I want to see some, but this, I'm just saying stop trying. Like you got dudes breaking out the telestrator on that on that one throw. Like you know, like I'm I'm seeing people say, "Oh, look at the way he looked off the safety." I, I love what, what? it said. <laughs> like. What do you mean he looked off the safety? Like, get all the way out of here with that crap. Man, people are hungry. Let them eat. That's fine. Well, you're about to get it intravenously with the right, like 1920, whatever. So they threw us a popcorn shrimp, and these dudes are trying to make a tasting menu out of it. That's my problem. <laughs> you know, like, we got to, we, we got to, like, come on. You're getting wild. You're getting too wild with it. Like, just relax. <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, it's, you, well, said it best. You know, we're starved. We are, we are starved. Starved. Fan base. starved. I mean, and, and we're Ethiopia for quarterbacks. No, we're. I mean, it's, we're we're just starving for some football. And everybody's. It's like a reaction to stuff. Let them let them let them get hype. Let them get we're more hyped. like we're more like Chili Willy and like you know, Chili Willy gets super hungry and he turns and he looks at something and and it looks like a giant turkey leg and his <laughs> stomach is like. <laughs> That's us. We're like chilly willy. So we see like anybody that looks like they can. Can you throw? Are you a quarterback? Go over here and throw. And it's like they're kind of hyping like um, Ted Ginn up. Like he's like the new Mark Sanchez like support quarterback whisperer. Yeah, like he's yeah. the wide receiver whisperer now. He's the yeah. veteran that's coming in. And it's like been talking about drops. Like how's he right. going to set that example? But yeah, well, and it's I mean, cool that they brought a veteran in. I mean, I like, I think Kim's going to help out, but like, they're, they're making him like, do you think like, he's like, like, a, well, they're asking like a Rob, like how much of an inspiration, like a Rob is the leader in the wide receiver room. He doesn't, I don't think yeah, he's, he's not there. looking, he's not looking at skinny ass Ted Ginn and being like, so <laughs> what tricks and tips do you have for me? Like, come on. Do you think he's <laughs> the same as better or worse than Taylor Gabriel? Well, I think they play different positions, but I think they can. I think, it, like, you're talking 2018 or 2019 Taylor. I'm talking Taylor Gabriel. However, you view him. I don't know how messed up he is from the concussions, but healthy, I, I would take Gabriel. I, I, yeah, I really yeah. So, if I'm, we're talking healthy, I would love to have Gabriel back, but. You know, but apparently, I don't know. Apparently, he's not getting signed. I mean, I'd be shocked at this point if he gets signed. Yeah, uh, he might. It's too bad too. I mean, all those drops, I, you know. Hmm? All those drops, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand that response on Twitter at all, man. That was a weak response. People just—I mean, people just be making stuff up. Even my boy, maybe making stuff up, like yeah. trying to say that that like they trying to like I, I like I said last week. I got in a fight with people about talking about Tariq doesn't have good hands. I'm like, <laughs> this dude should have more drops, but he catches the ball, some ridiculous ball, and then gets killed. Tariq's not like, being set up very well. No! The only dude who knew know how to set him up was uh, Chase Daniel. He'd hit him on that wheel route. And Mitch doesn't have that throw. No, he doesn't right now. He sure don't. We don't like, know well, apparently now he does because he's been to special oh. triple secret quarterback camp. <laughs> I've got a ticket to the Mitch train. I haven't had it punched yet, but I'm waiting for the arrival. Yo, like, I'm in the back on one of those hand carts. Like, <laughs> whatever, bro. <laughs> 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 I 
defense, <laughs> defense is a bullet train ready, ready to run it over. I hope so, man. Yeah, man. I hope so. They got to stay healthy. That's all. I mean, that's the thing with this defense is it's like, and it's it's always that way, but but they got to stay really? healthy. Hey, look out for Quan, It's man. not always that way, though. That Abella danger effect might be real. Oh. It could be. Quan's all about inspirational quotes on Instagram. You watch his Instagram story, it's like all like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough. Hey, maybe, she's inspiring. maybe she's inspiring. Maybe she's inspiring. It's possible. You never know. It's possible. Number three on the list. Inspiration can come from the, the oddest places sometimes. That's right. This is true. This is true. But yeah, I mean I think I think what you have on the defense is a lot of a lot of guys who are really hungry, a lot of guys who don't feel good about how last year went. Um, and you know, they're they're motivated and you know, you could say that that's corny, but I mean I think it's necessary. I mean, you know, you look at well, everybody just watched the last dance and, and not to compare people to Jordan or whatever, but but you know, I think you have to come up with ways to motivate yourself. I agree. You know, I, I mean, it, you need some extra impetus to want to like hurt a man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you if you don't need a little extra, like maybe something's a little off with you. You know, like so you got to come up with some 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 fake slights. You know, like. Uh, so I think that's what Khalil Mack's doing right now. I think Eddie Jackson feels real, real like underappreciated you know he's all about the revenge season i think roquan definitely has a chip on his shoulder i think Dion bush is playing you know you got a lot of hungry guys that are playing for you know motive they're motivated you know i'm Dion yeah, bush is on, coming up too yeah, yeah. Don't, don't sleep on below nichols either we were waiting for that next step last season but you know he's gonna get a chance yeah yeah and that's the thing is i i'm sorry but i don't think they're signing anybody i'd be pretty shocked at this point if they bring somebody in to replace mm-hmm. Um, Eddie, I just don't see it. Like, is Snacks still out there? Snacks is still out there. I just don't see. I think they're gonna they're gonna use more uh, Roy Rob, and they're gonna use Abdullah Anderson. They're gonna use Brent Urban. They're gonna use, um, you know, Bilal and and Akeem. Man, I mean, that's what that's what I do. I, I do want to get hyped about is. And I don't know if they'll actually show us any videos mm. of it. Mufasa's back. Yes. I want to see. They, they want I want to see that. They want Robert Quinn's hand in the dirt, too. That's fine. I want to see that three-headed monster, man. Like, Quinn Mac Hicks. Brr, like, that's going to be ridiculous, dude. Like. Don't get in third and long. We're actually going to get off the field this time. Yes. Damn it. Like, come on. On and people, I'm sorry, but everybody trying to. Did we already talk about this Everson Griffin freak out that everybody went on? That happened this past week. We didn't talk about that. How about that? I went on that for a minute. Hey, Griffin, Griffin has great numbers. You can't, he, yes, Griffin is a 10 year vet, solid ass player. Don't get me wrong, that guy's done lots of damage to us, but all I'm saying is. At the time and right now, the Quinn signing is a good signing. Now, again, like Pace likes to do, he pays top dollar for everything. You know, yeah, like I mean, he's like Griffin's a little bit of a head case too, and the the pandemic. True. It's just so hard to gauge. You didn't right. know a guy like him being around this late. There's a reason for it. Yo, and like let's, the Cowboys did what it was a six million plus. They got a fourth rounder back. Yeah, like let's say that he lets Floyd go right and doesn't pick up anybody. 
and we're just sitting here, sitting here, sitting here, and we what what's pace supposed to be like? Oh no, no, you'll see. I'm slow playing this whole thing. No, you know what I mean? Like, was the right move, man. I, I have no problem with it. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Is like everybody's like, I, like I'll be super critical of pace, but it's like, come on, you can't second guess to that level all the time. I mean, and, and I think it's gonna, it, it'll be. It's also hard to make the case that Cam Newton was. It you know, happened with Cam too. Once that contract was signed, I was like, oh, here we go. Why didn't we sign Newton? When right, we and that, right, and that I, I do feel like again. We were tunnel vision on Nick Foles, and come hell or high water, Nick Foles was coming here. I mean, that was just the move made. You know, the move made sense with all the restrictions. You got a guy that knows the system. Oh, it makes sense. It's tailor made. But but here's what's been scaring me lately: more Jaguars parallels. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the Jaguars, right? Almost get to the Super Bowl, and then Bortles. They they let Bortles go, right? What happens? They bring in Nick Foles. Except <laughs> we didn't almost get to a group of them. Well, but we supposedly did, and just let everybody tell you that we were Cody Parkey away from the Super Bowl, except for we won zero playoff games. But but in everybody's mind, we lost in the in the NFC Championship. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, like the parallels keep getting crazier. But here's where they stop, which is good. Is that they haven't been able to keep anything together. I mean, they lost Jalen Ramsey. They're a mess. Yannick Ngokwe is a mess. Like, it's all it's all trash. So at least we have one really strong side of the ball and are more are more situated. But here's a kick in the balls, though. Minshew said the bear, he thought he was going to the Bears. It's <laughs> oh, like, really? Like, did you really have to say that? Oh, man. Like, uh, I love... The Minshew mustache in Chicago? Rap. Bro, Gardner Rap. Minshew is the business. That dude is good. I don't know if he can if he can survive. He might, he might be too small to take hits in the league. But, I mean... He's he's talented. He already proved he could he could kind of beat out the guy that we have challenging our guy. Right, and I said straight up, if Minshew comes here and there's a three man fight, Minshew wins. Minshew's gonna beat out. It will beat out Foles and will beat out Trubisky if they were in a three man competi- competition. I believe that wholeheartedly. Well, they brought two different quarterbacks in. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. The the kid from North Texas, right? Fine, uh, and then there was another one. I can't remember his name. Yeah, the Stoller. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyler Bray might have some competition, huh? Yeah, Tyler Bray going to get his clipboard and his binky taken away and... <laughs> Like how many? How many more? Like Tyler Bray's on like the twelve-year senior plan. Like when are you gonna graduate, Tyler? You're still hanging around. He's like he's I like. Was, I was calling. I was he's calling. Like, I love the practice squad. I was I was calling for him at certain points last season, man. Like yeah, that's how bad. You know, I was just calling. I mean, we as we all we were calling for literally anybody else to play quarterback. It's like me. literally anyone. I would have taken. You know, I don't even know. <laughs> Bobby A. Bear. <laughs> like, like, come on. I would have taken anyone. I was just so tired of seeing that dude play, but we're pulling for him. <laughs> hey, he's back. He's improved. Did you see that throw in motion, though? Oh, man. <laughs> Why did Jimmy Graham spike the ball, bro? Uh, 
He's, 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 having, having, he's, having, he's having fun. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's having fun. He's hype. Leave him alone. He's having fun. Don't tell him how to fan. You would have rather seen him dunk it over the goalpost, though. No, he'd have blown his knee out. That's exactly how this works for Bears. <laughs> <laughs> you know this, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, every other damn team in the league is showing us streaming action, and we're like, <gasps> a clip of a throw. Ah! Yeah, but I mean, there's a, this team's doing the same damn thing, showing the hype videos. Whatever, it is what it is. It's it's we're we're just hungry for some football. Oh look, I can put the look, I can put messages up on the screen. Check this oh. out. Tariq last year. Yeah, Tariq. Pumpy91. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Pumpy, what's up, Pumpy? Tariq last year just didn't cut back inside ever. Yeah, that's true. He loved that sideline. Yeah, him and the sideline. Like, get you someone that loves you like Tariq loves the sideline. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for real. No, but I think if if Foles is in with Tariq, there's some damage to be done there. Right, like I'm like, it's true. What he says is that he didn't cut inside, but I feel like because constantly Mitch was rolling out and throwing these bailouts. I mean, how do you have seventy four catches and and average like two yards a catch? It was a mess, man. The O line didn't do didn't do anybody any favors either. It was it was it was a rough year, man. We need this offense to step up. That's 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 where we were last year. That's where we are now. We need them to be better than average. Yeah, chasing decent. <laughs> That's where we're at. Give this defense the rest it needs. No, like try to keep down the three and outs, and just you score twenty one points. You're gonna right, but, that, but that's the thing is that that's a challenge. That's a that's a tall damn order for for Mister Guru Nagy. Like we can't. I mean, that's. I feel like this defense is gonna gonna score points this season. I think they're just due because it went so opposite from 2018 to 2019. So I think this defense is gonna get back to their scoring ways for sure. Um, I think the excuses are over. I mean, Nagy Nagy was able to bring his guys in to try to change things around. So got to see what we have there. Got to see what the the different. The impact these guys have, we'll, we'll definitely be able to see. We they've been selling these guys to us like they're going to change everything around. We're here for it, and uh, hopefully they do. Well, and this is the ultimate coaching test because you we're going to see everybody's in their own little bubble. Nobody gets to see anybody else, and you're going to have your little scrimmages and whatnot. But this I want to hear Filippo with the quarterbacks on this on this thing they're they're going to be broadcasting. I, I just <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get to. To hear that much because I want to like I hard mean, knock style, man. It you're gonna totally fat to that tape. <laughs> I like DiFilippo. I, I like. I, I would love to have DiFilippo, but like, dude, I'd love to have him talk about it. I mean, I was talking about that Chiefs mic'd up thing. If there was a Bears one, when the Bears win the Super Bowl again and they make a Bears one of those, I will watch that once a day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like I'm like serious. <laughs> I will watch that. Like, I was hyped up about the Chiefs one <laughs> like, because it's such good, well-made television, those mic'd up things. But if they have a Bears one, it's a wrap. Like, I will have that thing beamed into my hologram super Google glasses every day and just be watching it like, 
<laughs> Getting all hyped. I mean, I'm hyped up about how this wide receiver thing plays out because we had, you know, it's pretty much going to be a Robin Miller, but like the other spot. I mean, yeah, is Wims is, is Wims really somebody, or is he? I mean, well, Wims is at this point is like a camp favorite that made the team. Yeah, but Furry said like he has to, he can't just be happy being in the NFL. He needs to take that next step. I, I like the potential right. of Wims. Right, but that you know, I think there's a little bit of that that happens when you're so celebratory. You know, all the time, like I don't. I think I think what Remember his first preseason game though, everybody was just like, oh. Of course, man. but we. How many times have we seen that shit before? I'm tired of that. But what I'm talking about is they're that, not like, going to get it this year. The the preseason game hype. No, and that's great. Right, screw the hype. Yeah. I mean, I don't want any of it. I, I'm happy being, you know, thinking that we're going to be bad. That's great. Please let everybody think that. No, I don't, I don't I think we're going to be bad. I don't, I don't think we are either. But I'm just saying that I'm I'm good with the ha- with the doubters and the haters, and it's cool to have you know like you know we can we we'll see the celebrity Bears fans next you know when when they get in the playoffs we'll see you again. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like Ash and Kutcher are going to come around. Like you know, we don't I see him around too much when we were eight and eight. Do you see Miller? Miller actually let out too because Nagy was kind of trying to be quiet about it, about the guests they were having on these Zoom meetings. Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris Carter. Carter. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if Chris Carter gave him the Fall Guys. Fall Guys, Insert <laughs> <laughs> Fall Guy. Always oh, have a Fall Guy. <laughs> Chris Carter, man. I mean, yeah, I love it if if uh, if if something that Chris Carter said, other than that type of thing, rubbed off on Miller. Yeah, catch touchdown passes, buddy. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I mean that's the thing. Like Chris Carter was a was a technician. Oh yeah, he was a beast. I hated Chris Carter. I hated him with a passion. That dude, that dude was a was a ballet oh, dancer. I hated him because he was on the other team. And he was doing this before they had these super sticky gloves. I mean, he probably had some stick them on. My but... first my first Bears game at Soldier Field. It was like third and seventeen. Everybody in the whole damn place knew it was going to Chris Carter. Right. Caught it. First down. It's like, fuck. Guy right. in the second row looks up and, motherfucker, everybody here knew it was going to 80. But that's, and, and, you know, and, and when have the Bears ever had a quarterback to receiver connection like that? You know when? Brandon damn Marshall. That's when. Marshall Whenever and, they were on, and I had to post some Marshall video because people were out there talking about, would you rather have Prime Brandon Marshall or Prime Allen Robinson? Prime Get Brandon out Marshall of here, Miller. Brandon Marshall. Man, what about Miller and Booker? What? Brandon Marshall <laughs> is ten times the receiver. No, five times the receiver of Allen Robinson. Brandon Marshall was a beast. Brandon Marshall was. A man among boys. That dude. All right, between here and here. That dude. All right, I need to stop you there. Not five times, a Rob. A Rob. I mean, you got. We talked about it. He's had Bortles and True so far. You oh, so because Brandon, Brandon Marshall's had all kinds of great quarterbacks. Please. Dude, you don't think Cuddy would have lit someone like a Rob up? This dude is absolutely. He's a total package, he would. Man. Absolutely, no, he would. Come on, man. 
All right, he's a hell of a lot. I will take prime Brandon Marshall because that's the kind of thing that would happen all the time, where you, everybody, everybody, everybody knows where the ball is going. And yeah, you just Marshall, can't Marshall is nasty, it. but A Rob, A Rob is nasty. But that's what we need to get to. We need a damn situation like that where you just can't stop it. Like the Patriots have Gronk, and it's like they used to, and now Brady and and the Bucks have you're Gronk. Set, you're setting me up for it. Uh, yo, I'm just saying we need that unstoppable thing, and and hopefully wait, it can wait. be Jimmy Grant. Well, we got it. Just wait for commit. Tell me. Oh shit! Here I told you. Yeah, you set me up. Calls the dome. Time uh, for yeah. Bum, 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 it's time to polish the dome. It's time for Brian to. Professes undying love. It's hard for rookie tight end, man. But just Bartholomew, commit, 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 commit. Gonna have that shocking moment where you just plow somebody over, and it's just gonna. I'm ready for that. I'm here for that. I'm. I got popcorn for that. Mm -hmm. No doubt. (laughs) But (laughs) let's let's pump our brakes a little bit. I think you know. I think Jimmy Graham could still be that kind of third down outlet that that you need and that was so desperately missing other than Allen Robinson. I mean basically we just all, yeah he's gonna be more consistent than a tight end we've had in a long time. Right. Like, right. <laughs> he's right. gonna be available. But aren't you sick of, like I'm so sick of like comparing everything to garbage. Like yeah. like I, I don't know. Like it's like how can can we ever not be well he's at least he's better than this guy. Like we're always doing that. He's an upgrade to what we had and he's good for commit. Yes, yes. I, I'm I'm fine with it. We still paid super top dollar for him, but whatever. I mean after Kittle just got paid, I mean maybe it's not as much of a a reach, I suppose. Or did he ever get paid? Whew. Good for him. He earned it, dude. That guy, I mean, he, I keep bringing, yeah, he's a beast, man. I keep bringing up that show, but he, I mean, they focus on him a lot because he's obviously a great mic'd up candidate, but that dude is always doing something. Like, when he is not involved in the play as a receiver, that dude is straight working. Yeah, so <laughs> like, just be happy we didn't draft him in Mahomes. We wouldn't be able to afford him. All these idiots out here. Like, I, I mean, the Cavs fluid, but they can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. They just gotta, you know, like the bill comes later. That's just they kick it. They kick the can down the, the road. Guys restructure. It's all. Yeah, it's just they're pushing money around. Word, but it's all shell fluid. game. Yeah, like. <sighs> Like the the salary cap is a myth. If they, if they want guys, they're gonna get guys. Yep. Like it, I mean, honestly, I mean, remember when we were told that the that the reason that they couldn't that the Raiders couldn't sign Mac was like literally they were not liquid enough to sign him. It's crazy. Like because you have and to the have teams a, just did what? It's like they got every stimulus check ever. Right. There <laughs> like, you go. And this Clyde Edwards Hilaire is looking like a beast, supposedly. Yeah, that was a, your biggest fear was Mitch starts Mitch has a hell of a season and then we sign him to this long term deal. Like I personally I, I I'm here for it. It's not my biggest fear. I just my, my biggest fear is like continued purgatory. 
Like, so whenever that, however that comes. Like I mean, it's just a blip and then he doesn't. Continue. No, well, I mean, it's not just a blip. Like, it could be Jared Goff. It could be get us all the way to the Super Bowl. Do you think that Rams fans feel super, like, confident and secure about Jared Goff right now, even though he went all the way to the Super Bowl? Rams you know, fans. The one thing I, the one thing I yes, know Rams fans. LA Rams fans? I don't know the fans. I know they don't have them really, but the, the 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 like USC fans that are mad that they can't watch football, so they're going to pretend to be Rams fans. That's what's going to happen. You know, McVeigh is in his ear a lot. Yes, you and know, that's and, the one thing I picked up on Hard Knocks is he is in his ear a lot. Yo, and and they figured his ass out, and and that what they started doing. Well, it was all because of what Vic figured out. Yeah, you know, is you Chip just point. wait. Wait till the wait till the mic clicks off, and then you adjust, and then Jared Goff is lost. Correct. Now, like the same thing happened with Mitch Trubisky. Probably. I, I think that's. that's well, and that's the thing is that like so you got to ask yourself: is, Was Nagy in in Mitch's ear like that? And if so, was he just really bad at it, or was Mitch really bad at understanding it and and putting it into action? Because. <laughs> You see how much McVeigh is in in Goff's ear, right? And so you you have to assume that Nagy would be in Mitch's ear like that, telling him, "Okay, hey, hey, you know, I mean, basically dialing it up. This is what you got." Blah blah blah. Like, so if that was happening, and this is still what we got, that's that's deeply troubling. Yeah. And I wonder if that's not a reason why they didn't bring a guy like Foles in. Who it's absolutely a reason because, and that's my thing is like everybody wants to be like. Oh, you know, Mitch is going to get the chance because this and that. Like, let me tell you, who plays for the Lions right now? Chase Daniel and Nick Williams. Yep. Same exact thing happened last year with Adrian Amos. Amos and the Packers defense had Mitch and Nagy measured in the first game. They knew what was exactly what was going to happen. And and I'm telling you, the same thing can happen with the Lions. If if we just trot out Mitch out there and we think, you know, shit is sweet and we're just going to run the same old trickeration this and, you know, oh, it's going to roll out. Like, I mean, I know Mitch does well against the Lions, but the Lions have upgraded defense. They got Jamie Collins now. Like, I would. that's why I would rather see something that nobody's ever seen. There is no tape on Foles and Nagy. With the Bears, I mean, there's no tape, so they can make a whole new. Oh, you're you talking know, about Chase knowing some stuff from our playbook, but Jimmy Graham knows some stuff from the Packers playbook. So, yeah, but according to Packers fans, no, he doesn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's settled. Well, and, well, and yeah, now, that. Anyway, does the Packers playbook have anything in it but runs these days? I figure, I figure it's all. It's written in crayon. Yeah, speaking of, speaking of other uh, oh, ejacula- ejaculatory video viewing, there was um, – Oh, those legs. Everybody was – yeah. So, so everybody's getting all hyped about A.J. Dillon's, like, legs, like, leg day. He does leg day. Leg day does not do him. <laughs> all, this, all this stuff is like, what? Like, we're really staring at the, the picture of this guy's – ass and legs like everybody's getting all hyped by it but then there was a, another video with believe it or not Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers are 
playing catch with each other. They're not fighting at training camp. Who knew? Like, come on, son. Like, come on. Like, Aaron Rodgers is a pro. Like, we we hate that dude because he, you know, like, the Bears are his bitch most of the time. But that dude is a pro. He's, I mean, like, they are treating him like garbage right now, and he is just being a pro. I mean, it's easy when you're getting paid like that, but we've seen plenty of... They're just treating him like family, bro. Yeah, they're treating him like the rest of his family does. But I, like, that's what's crazy is, like, I have, after listening to him and hearing how they did him and him sitting there and being like, oh, I hope they draft a receiver soon. Damn it. And, like, right. and then they not only do they trade up to get a replacement, I'm, I'm saying he's handling it pretty good. Like, okay. the, I, I agree. It's like, but did people really think he was going to, like, go out and fight? This isn't, you know, like, I mean, I don't know what. Death match. He's like, like, you think Aaron Rodgers is like Johnny yeah. Manziel or something? Like, well, they have this thought, I think they have this thought that, well, he's obviously going to be another 20, 10-year starter, all pro. And it's like, that's not guaranteed, man. You better appreciate what you got. Can I yeah. speak on, can I speak on this for a minute? Speak. Yes. Speak Fuck on. Aaron Rod- Fuck Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah. Right on. I can't even I mean, I, you, you make a lot of good points. I'm going to go on this with you. <laughs> you really make a lot of good points. It's pretty solid. People, but I'm just saying, like, I, I hope like, he's having the hardest of times up there. This is what this is what it's come to, Bears. I'm out watching other teams. I'm stepping out on you because you ain't showing me nothing. I gotta I gotta go to other teams' sites and. That's all Watch their trains, though. training camp porn because you give me nothing. We're getting bears. it. We're getting it, man. Nineteen twenty football drive. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna be sitting waiting and eating. I'm excited Central. about it. I'm excited about it, man. Yo, I mean, it's gonna be like big guys in a big Benz, and Spice is gonna be going ah, like it's I watch be- that. I watch that on a loop. <laughs> I want to see some. Like, show me, show me a drop. Dude, (laughs) you don't know what we're going to see yet. And we ain't seen anything. Man, come on. What about Danny Trevathan calling out the receiver for everyone? Yeah. (laughs) You you want to get hit? I'm going to let him know. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's why Danny T is back, ultimately, because if it's just just physical and and youth and whatever, you might, you could make a case that. Kwiatkowski for less money is smarter play, but when he, I mean that's that's why he's back is for his leadership. So, and he's going to need to be a leader because you know after him and Roquan it's it's question marks. You know I hope Iggy and James Woods can can step up, but that's the, you know that depth we've talked about it, it's scary. Danny's a beast too when he's when he's yes helping. absolutely, and I think I think uh, not not Wood I think he can and will have a healthy season, um, you know, and I think that that elbow injury was pretty fluky. Like, he honestly had a pretty good streak of health going on. So I don't look at that as like a, you know, as something I'm, I'm too worried about recurring, you know. And we've had some things, you know, we got, we're down to one kicker again. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Like, they, they, they got they got Pinero on the scale and they were like, all right, you gain the weight. <laughs> Ramid, Amez, or whatever, you're out. <laughs> I will break my leg and I will go home. Pierre, Pierre got, <laughs> or Pinero got, got fat 
like they needed him to, to bulk up, so he did it, and he, you know, that was it. Kicking competition over, which is fine by me, because I will take that kicking competition over last year's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was a little brutal. <laughs> Exceptionally brutal, man. You got that. You got, uh, we, signed, we did sign Marquis Christian. Right, it's like Jordan Lucas's replacement, whatever right. that means. Competition, man. Nothing wrong with it. We talked about the quarterbacks. Oh, Corderell Patterson running with the running backs. Yeah, how about that? Like, very interesting. I like it. I guess. I mean, I like. I think that solidifies Javon Wims. As your let point. me say this. If they are willing to run, because somebody put up some, some running plays. I think it was BearReport.com maybe put up some running plays that, that he did when he was with the Vikings. And these were like real toss action, single back, like traps, you know, like power blocking right. run schemes. Did they show any with the Patriots? They they didn't show too many, but the, the Patriots thing to me is really overblown. He had 42 carries, and most of them were in an emergency situation in that game when literally everyone was injured. So I liked what I saw in those Vikings plays. It's just a question of will we run a real aggressive run scheme? Because if they are going to run this herky-jerky RPO, you know, trap, or, or like um, toss-sweep crap. No, not toss-sweep, but... But that fake reverse garbage that they always try to run. Reverse action to try to. Yeah, screw all that. Like, just just line up and run the damn ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Toss, sweep, awesome. No, the, the whole what, reverse crap. Well, I, think, I think you have to bring him into that fold, though, because our depth is that bad. Well, I think there's something to that, too, Jerry. Like you said, like if they put him in the running back depth chart, that just opens up another position at receiver, and that, that could that could be That's, one spot. That might be saving think, Williams yeah. right, right now. But the key is going to be that is he brought into the game, and it's not like a flaming telegraph of what's happening now. Yeah. Which because is- that's, you know, I mean, I will never forget that fourth down – Fourth and short, right where he comes in and everybody knows, and, and their monkey knows what's going to happen, and and except for Mitch, apparently, <laughs> like who I guess had no ability to check out of it or even call a timeout, like I, you know, like good lord, like everybody knew what was exactly what was going to happen, and they were acting like this dude was Ironhead Hayward back there or or Marshawn Lynch. He's I mean. The dude is big, but he's also tall. He has a high center of gravity. Like, he is not a guy, a short yardage back. He's a big guy that once he gets ahead of steam, great. But, I don't know, inside running? Like, uh, I just hope He's not Adrian Peterson where he can run upright and still, you know, break tackles. No, I I just hope that this isn't, like, just more gimmick crap. Like they need to I really put too much. I want to put too much into it. They might just be putting them on that spot on the depth chart to to free up more guys at wide receiver because he can he can do a lot of things. Right, that's fine. I mean, I, I guess I just uh, it still wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world to pick up a a veteran back. I just I just feel like you know. I agree with that. I think that's what we were calling for. You know, I wanted Devonta Freeman. I thought that guy yeah. was the one that fit the offense better than anything. But, you know, there's still a chance that we go that route. But with him running with the running backs, I think that pretty much killed it. 
Right. Well, now you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you know what that means, but I, I still think. Yeah, I mean that's that's Ryan Nall like saying bye bye or practice squad again. Him and right. him and Tyler can bunk up together or whatever. Um, know, Ryan Nall has a lot of heart, man. It's true. He really has a high motor. I, yeah. I hear that he just loves football. But I'll tell you what, he's no Alex Bars. God, please don't. We're going here again, huh? <laughs> no, we didn't talk about Alex Bars. We talked about Cole Komet. Tomorrow, J.J. Stankiewicz is going to be front and center at the bar zone. Oh. It's hard to get to a quarterback when you're behind bars. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Terrible. Terrible, dude. Go to your room. Don't sleep on bars, man. I'm telling you. Bars. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, we, I mean, that, I mean, that dude needs to be somebody. I think, like, gonna be, I think he's going to be expensive. I hope it does, man. Don't, don't get me wrong. You I know, mean, I've seen, I, a lot of, I've seen a lot of people with, uh, with, um, what you call it, Hambright and Simmons making the roster. I think Hambright looks really good. Man, we got Bars and Komet. Just wait. I want to see. When Q's a free agent, he might just join his boys. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the thing is that you're going to know if these offensive linemen can play right away because they got competition straight up right away. The defensive line is so good that, you know, you're going to see. You know, I do think, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to put too much stock in all this, like he looks good, he blah, blah, blah. I do think Charles Leno looks like he's in good shape. Um, you know. That's good. I mean, you can always tell when guys are feeling good, they throw on a little bit of more of that, those undershell, like, you know, like the tight white tights and all that stuff. So it's like Charles Leno's rocking those white tights and the white shorts. Like, okay, you want us to see that you, you know, you did some work. You know, so I, I I feel like he's gonna have a bounce back season. I actually am not that worried about Charles Leno. I, I am, you know, I don't know if anybody ever answered the questions about Massey and the vertigo though. No, that's, I think that's the problem. And with Ifetti, with tackle experience, I think that's a great signing now. Absolutely. I, I think to see with James policy. James but really coming in like the Hulk, man. Like who? James Daniels for sure. He came swole. He did yeah. come seriously swole. So I, I, I like that. I think I think I think somehow, some way, this offensive line is going to come together. I mean, that's just you know oh, we need it to. Like I just think that maybe they've got some guys it's, with the. It's International Rum Day, so keep yes. talking about the offensive line. The captain is here. No, but I'm saying like I think that you know. They can dry, eh? We've talked about how, you know, maybe there's too much stock in the Castillo hire and whatnot, but I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm just, I guess I'm just being wishful thinking on that, on that front, but I I think that, uh, I think they'll do okay. I think it's possible. Like I said, there's, you got a guy from Indiana back there going to take that Notre Dame boy out. It'd be all right. Wouldn't it be nice, though, if we could just have one guy who, like, you know, we could hang our hat on for 10, ten years again? Oh, man. Notre, Notre Dame's not Indiana. I love it. What? <laughs> the, guy, the Indiana guy back there, I'm like, Notre oh. Dame's in Indiana. What do you, what do you, 
No, <laughs> not really. Okay. <laughs> if you've never seen the tailgate show before, all of us, all of everybody out there watching on, uh, I guess we're just going, so screw it. Yeah. Out there watching on Twitter and Periscope, thanks for uh, checking it out. We're trying out this different way of doing this. We'll see if, uh, if it works oh, out. I forgot we're out. Uh, shit. But if you, <laughs> but if you have never listened to us before, uh, you will know that it is a constant back and forth between Indiana fan Jer, Air Jer, Jeremy Kramer, the Rainbow Unicorn, the one, the only, and Brian B Diddy Quinn B Quinn thirty four on Twitter, the Notre Dame fan. Why are you a Notre Dame fan? Like, not that, not that you need a particular reason, but what got you into he's Notre Dame? He's got a tattoo, man. I know, but that's, he's, you know, he's, that happens on the East Coast. Like, man, number one. If you, if you fall down on the wrong street, you might wake up with a Notre Dame tattoo. <laughs> like, you know. Wow, that's, like, that is punishment. I will say. Somebody that. stick a pack of Newports in your pocket, slap you on the back, and be like, get to work. <laughs> I'm part mm. Irish. Mm. No, you're not. Just saying. A smaller part. Hey, whatever. I, what are you trying to say, Jay? Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm just pointing the facts, that, man. I'm just pointing the facts. So, wait, what? So, you're part Irish? I love gold. I love gold. <laughs> No, you were a big Rocket Ishmael fan. Oh, yeah. like, how, did you, how did you become a Notre Dame fan on the East Coast? Dude, they're on everybody's TV. Yes, we're, you know what I mean? They are. Well, not on mine, but that was my I choice. like one of the most historic NFL franchises. I, I like one of the most historic college franchises. They're basically a franchise. They own their rights. They joined a conference just to be able to play this year. But, yeah, man. And they were both good about the same time a long time ago. I love that rich history. <laughs> mm, that rich history. True. Mm, frothy. That frothy. And that navy blue and gold. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something to be said for it. There's something to be said for it. I mean, I, I get it. Like I used to, I used to root for Michigan, and I was a kid solely because of Desmond Howard. Like, oh man, those teams were so good. Those those helmets. And Desmond Howard Rose Bowl, like I was all in on Michigan. Like I was like, yes. And then and then I was in on the Fab Four too. Fab Five. I mean, yeah. Excuse me, Fab Five. <laughs> like, you know, they didn't I mean, even win the conference that year. That's crazy. But like, you know, I mean, that's the kind of thing people get wrapped up in. And how many times have we done, you know, te- uh, your Bear fan story? And it's the same story. Everybody got hooked by '85, right? Yep. So it's, it happens, you know what I mean? And that's something, I, you know, and I, I ranted about this before, is that, like, it doesn't matter how you come to your team or how you decide. It just matters that you root for them. Like, you know, you might move around. You might meet somebody who, you know, gets you into a team. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, people get too caught up on, like, I was born here and not there, and I've been dyed in the wool, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, just relax. It's like you're growing, growing up here. And you're growing up here. It sucks, man. Growing up here, you don't really right. have like a college dynasty for football in the Northeast, really. Like, well, there's no like Chicago doesn't care about college football. Like, and like UConn came oh. became Division One like not too long ago. You know what I mean? I'm a UConn basketball it's only fan. Notre Dame out in the streets of Chicago. See how that goes. right? Chicago, Chicago is all about all the Big Ten transplants that are here. So Notre Dame is probably the most popular Chicago college football team. Yep. 
Like just because of the proximity, obviously the proximity. I mean, you know, I mean, they, you know, and they travel. I mean, when when Notre Dame is is uh, is at home, you know, the, the hotels downtown Chicago are full because of that. <laughs> like they drive they drive big business. I mean, the road team. You know, like if Notre Dame USC happens at Notre Dame, Chicago does serious business off of that in the hotels because people will come and stay for three or four days. And see the city and whatnot. So, so you're saying there's some commit fans? Well, yeah, there's definitely some commit fans. We know that. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm, can't wait, man. Notre Dame doesn't. You know, Notre Dame draws. I mean, they have the power to do that. That is what it is. So we'll see. I was going to ask you how did you like that two out of three the Cardinals took from your White Sox. Listen to me, Straight out of Rona, baby. you COVID like quarantine <laughs> bum ass Cardinals. Come on, and then you won that like you won like you come out of quarantine still wearing your PPE and and and, and win some seven inning doubleheader garbage. The White Sox hit four home runs back to back to back to back today against one, your one out of three. You know that bum ass Cardinal. COVID, Corona bumps. <laughs> With fear. <laughs> Cardinals are like... This is a tailgate. Yes. It's on the table. Exactly. And, but, you know, like... It looks like my Pacers whooped your Rockets. Oh, oh come on, man. Without Westbrook, oh, just no, no, stop no, it now. Stop it now. Has the NBA playoff even started yet? Like, how many? How long is this run up to them going to go on? Whooped our ass! Whooped our ass so bad we ended up with a four seed after losing the U. We are the four seed two in the East, so keep talking. Okay, like it's Man. starting, right? Like the this run up to this whole thing of the playoffs has been. Be this hey, hey, four seed in the East is like what? Eighth seed in the West took out, it took out your four seed in the West pretty handily. It's a little closer than it used to be. Yeah. A ten point lead without Westbrook, and you still lost. It's all good, Jack. And now you get now the Pacers are gonna lose to the Heat. Do you know? Fuck. Well, they're losing to the Heat. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I'm excited, man. Padded practice starts tomorrow. We got a we got a little bit we got a little bit of a glimpse a glimpse into how they're going to be judging the quarterback competition about like about the what they're going by. Some of the things I was like, well, Mitch is going to win that. Like, who's quicker? Who who can get first downs with their feet in the appropriate times better? Like, that's going to be Mitch. Full, you know what I mean? Full them off to the races there. Define quicker. No, I mean, Anthony Miller said, like, this guy's obviously played quarterback, you know, like, I mean. Yeah, like, who's leading the huddle better is one of the things. I'm assuming that's going to be fools off the rip. Right. Yes. I just, like, my thing is ball placement, and I and I don't know if I hope, the world we're hoping is that Mitch is, you know. I can, uh, I can help. I can, help. I, I can yeah. Mitch is, uh, you know, a magical, <laughs> magical snake oil elixir, and his shoulder, and you know, rebalancing with the lasers and the 3D printer or whatever the hell they did to him, all that works. Ball placement, and, and he has, you know, and he and he can get back to being the, the supposedly the supposedly accurate quarterback that that everybody thought he was when he was, you know, widely viewed as one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft and by many the first. So we got to get back to seeing that accuracy. 
You didn't see it in the highlight video? Come on, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <sighs> I got hype. Whatever. I'm hyped up. I'm ready for this uh, production the Bears are going to put on. I'm getting oh, hyped. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch the hell out of it. I'll enjoy it. I'm just like, I just, don't you wish that, like, and I've said this before, but I just wish that we had, we knew who the damn quarterback was and we could just watch him do his thing and be like, oh, man, that's going to be so awesome. We like, do. instead of. We do. No, we don't. You didn't see, you didn't watch it. Go back and watch that highlight. To, that pass oh, to that's right. Game. My bad. Sorry. We did see yeah. that. It was the quarterback competition. Done. Stab his ass. Want to crown him? Then crown him. Hey. Crown it's going to be, you know, at least we have these these storylines are going to be fun to cover and, and to watch as a fan. So uh, I'm I'm excited about it, man. Like I'm just ready for football. Okay, so I hope I hope we get a storyline. You know what I'm saying? I think we. I think we're going to try to throw us bullshit because we're already pretty much on top of that. You know. I, I think I think we're going to get a storyline. I think I think that one of the things that we talked about this before, but I think that they've done a good job of really letting these guys know that the competition is going to be who stays healthiest more than ever. It's always about that, but more than ever. There's several competitions. Right. You know, to go along with the health thing, you notice that the COVID list is down to 15 players now. Right. And throughout the league, that's pretty – the NFL so far with the stringent testing and everything has really done a really good job. And, and don't underestimate the power of peer pressure in the NFL because I think the NFL, from from a player standpoint, has the most of that team unity of any of the major sports. They definitely don't have it. They're also in their own bubbles. Once it's going to be interesting to see the effects once the traveling starts. It's going to be yeah. hard hard to gauge, like keeping guys in hotels and th- these are big rosters, man. You know, what I mean, this yeah, is you're also going on private jets. You're not flying, you know, right. You're not fine, coach. Right, but but yeah, I mean, it's just going to be about discipline. They're going to have to be extremely disciplined. But that's what I believe that they have them believing is that that is that is every single week there are two battles: the battle on the field and the battle off the field. And the battle really? off the field is to make sure that you don't get infected. You saw like, the kid from Seattle got cut for trying to sneak a chicken. Though. Oh my God! Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I mean, it's no cheesecake factory, but. Yo, but Baker Mayfield got got money in the bank. Like this dude yeah, hasn't even Baker Mayfield right in the Cheesecake Factory and didn't have to buy a meal. <laughs> I'm just like, really, man? You couldn't wait? You had to sneak in a girl to the and put her in Seahawks gear? Like you really couldn't just rub one out? You had to bring this girl no, into the hotel? No. Come on with that! Like you just—I mean, that dude just ended his whole career. I mean, he better hope the XFL comes back soon, <laughs> whoever that dude is. The Rock. That can get expensive, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It can get time, man. That's a very powerful thing that that, that guy uh, ended yeah. up being taken over by. The Voodoo Clan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the man time. <laughs> I mean, he need they need to get uh they need to get somebody to give a I don't know who, who's who's the Seahawks guest speaker now. <laughs> it's like it's like AC Green. <laughs> oh, we see that dude from the Suns like talking about strawberries with Kendall Jenner, man. Everybody's like, oh, here we go. 
Right. Well, then the then the NBA had to release the NBA NBA had to release their like rules about who can be guests in the bubble, like to basically keep the Instagram thoughts away from the bubble. Like, must be thirty two inches high. Like NBA dudes are bringing midget porn stars into the bubble. (laughs) This is my niece. What you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> they just find their way into everything, man. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Anywhere you look. That and four bucks to get your cup of coffee. Delicious. And it's about to ramp up, though. At least we'll have the Patrick Finley drawings. And... Thank God. I mean, we're four weeks away from... Yeah, shout out to Patrick Finley, the Lanyard King. Oh, Definitely. Uh, he's hopefully going to give us some fine artwork, like a training camp of 2017. That's the, I mean, people need I'd to remember love, that. I'd love to buy one and frame it. For sure. People need to remember, though, that it is, these are, from what we have heard, it's going to be treated like closed practices. So there's going to be no pictures, no video, no reporting certain things. Like, I mean, there's stuff that these beat writers know from, from five camps ago at a closed practice that they're still not allowed to talk about. Right. That's, what, that's what we got to watch 1920 football drive for. Oh, yeah. Lauren Frieden is getting to the bottom of the latest scandal. And how it's all. They could end up doing it right, man. I'm excited. Uh, no, about I, I trust their content creation. I'm just saying yeah, we were but... spoiled because we had, you know, we had a good. And you see other teams that are basically setting up live feeds. And yeah, we're but... going to get a fully produced PR blitz. But the Bears are finally doing something like this. This is not True. like them historically. No. Sure. I mean, well, overall, their social media game and their content creation has been has been great yeah. and has been very modern. I mean, people even, you know, crush them for that schedule release. But like I said, kids know who that was. Right. Like, my nine-year-old knew who that was. You know what I mean? Like, and he, he knows. No clue who it was. Right. But, like. That's what I'm saying. It's like people knew who that was. Just old fucks like us didn't know what that was. And that's okay. Like they don't have to be doing everything for like the angry white 40 something podcaster in his basement. Shout out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're going to be mad about everything like on a coin flip anyway. So, you know, you got to think. Like we've talked before several times, it's like, what else do they have to reach out to? I mean, there's no Super Bowls to look at. There's barely any playoff runs to look at. Right. Well, and there's, there's nothing wrong with. There's like, people who have never seen the Bears in a playoff. Right. Like, and They're football fans. And there's Ooh. nothing wrong with them being cool. They, they ultimately, like, they are a product. <laughs> like, they were in the playoffs that long ago, man. I know. I'm just saying. More. A, I mean, a real run in the playoffs. Like, yeah. For us, that was The only heartache hard they know is a double doink. Yeah, they don't know their they don't know the old they don't know the Trust me, I heard it going four times versus the Lions. That was, oh, man. That, that was a doinking season. Talking about doinks. Not a game. I remember you were there live no. and I forgot about that. Yeah, it was fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> Not a game, this, no. I caught the last three. I was like, really? It didn't sound much better on my surround sound. No. 
But anyway, let's just <laughs> we're done talking about that. We don't. Yeah, want to we're not talking about that anymore. Damn it. So yeah, tomorrow gets started. I am definitely hyped up. I know I'm playing the role of like the naysayer or whatever, but like I am hyped up. I mean, we ain't got shit else to do. You know, I just can't believe we got to wait till eight o'clock. They, they better drop something. People were like oh, other teams were the hell out of it, dude. It's gonna you know, be like teams were at practice today. Like other teams were having Sunday practice. Really? It's, all, it's all good. But but is it? <laughs> like, is it all good? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what they put out as far as content. I'm excited to see our guys, uh, pictures of our guys in pads cracking. Yes, yes. I mean, we're we're all. I mean, it just means we're just closer. We're so much closer. Yes, yes. You know, and we have. Can we can we talk about? We have to go to the college side and how this is going to affect the NFL. You know, I feel like we need to talk about it with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten shutting down. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. I mean, Notre Dame's still playing. Nobody cares. Who are they going to play? Nobody. Because they're in the ACC. Oh, that's that's a stupid statement. Sorry. Are you playing playing Clemson? You got Clemson on the schedule? Sure. No. I think they do now, now that they have the all. I can't wait. God, I hope they have Clemson. This is going to get ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So, but seriously, obviously, everybody knows about this. We're not breaking some kind of news, but, you know, the Big Ten and the Pac-12, who, you know, tend to go lockstep, they backed out. The Big Twelve is going to end up well, back in intact for the spring. That's My like, favorite moment of all of it right now was was the Big Twelve stepping back and saying they're going to postpone or wait, and then Scott Frost acting like he was going to go rogue and take Nebraska somewhere, and they just told him to they told him to sit down, sir. <laughs> Please, sir, this is a Wendy's. Like, calm your ass down. <laughs> Scott Frost talked a bunch of shit about IU last year and. That, apparently, that's all this dude does is talk. Yeah. It's like, he's, like not, he's he's a nobody, in my opinion. I know yeah, like a, Nebraska. I mean, come on, like they haven't been real. I I thought maybe he was kind of framing, putting the framework up for them to make an escape from the Big Ten. Well, yeah, I mean, they look, talk smack about IU when they just like kick to them when they're down. Uh, we beat them. I'm just saying, IU. That's brutal, bro. Man. Oh, I forgot you're you're a fan. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding! Round four, folks. Round four. Score at home. Who got more points in the IU Notre Dame battle? Chair versus. Uh, I'm always going to lose that because Notre yeah, Dame. I mean, like, I, I know what it's I. It's like root XFL for. versus NFL. Come on, man. I know what I root for. What I mean, did Notre Dame? What what happened with Notre Dame last year? Did they have double digit victories. I'm sure they probably were close to it. At Did one they? point, no, they weren't. Indiana had, they were eight and four. They had the same amount of wins. Dude, you know, if, if we played each other, it wouldn't even be a contest. We're not, we on, can't man. even beat Navy, so stop. Come on, man. So what about, though, speaking of that, though, like, we kind of glossed over those two quarterbacks that they brought in. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I, like the Mason Fine, I mean, I watched Mason Fine. That kid takes chances, man. Like, he is – I mean, I know it's, you know, whatever – I don't know what level of football it is. It's pretty – it's like Division Two, right? North Texas, they're one. Are they Division One? Yeah, they're, they're one. All right. Well, 
I mean, he he's definitely looks like 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 he's aggressive. You know what I mean? Like camp bodies. He's five eleven. That's his. That's his. Dude, he's five ten. If yeah. you look at his, yes, like a bit of it. You might be able to post him up. No, but he's five <laughs> ten. Like if you look at his official thing, his official stats, it's like five five nine six. Like this is official. Then you know he creeped up to five eleven with cleats or whatever. Right. I mean, whatever. Russell Wilson's not tall either. I, I'm not really that concerned about that. Gardner Minshew's not tall. If he can play, well, he can nice play. if we can get a diamond in the rough, don't you? I think? just we. Got, I mean, how do they? I hope that they get one of these guys. Whether it's we have one in Mitch, man. Weiss, God, you need a developmental quarterback. We have one in Mitch. <laughs> yeah, he's eight million dollar a year developmental quarterback. Why is everybody going black on me? This is like some what the hell, man. Everybody leaving me. Oh, there's my friends. Welcome back, friends. Oh, well, hi, friends. So anyway, thanks for listening to us. Uh, this has been our first live episode. Number 96. You got to do something. Tailgate special. show. Uh, yep, I 96. I'm going out like we're on like Skype, a, man. I, I keep forgetting we're live. That's right. We're live, live, live. Can you feel me live? Live on the Brawl Network, you know, holding it down. Shout out to everybody that that watched. Uh, a couple of people came in the chat. Uh, shout out to Stinky Fish Girl trying to get us to play some song. Um, Stinky Fish Girl, what did she say? She said, can you play the song I'm used to that it's by Horsehead and you can you play the live performance? Yes, absolutely. I don't know what Stinky Fish Girl thinks we do exactly. Stinky Fish Girl. But she said that she, she was like, musical she request. was like, please guys. And I said, no. And then she was like, and she, she came back with this. Yes. And I just ghosted her after that. I didn't say anything anymore. So, I mean, yeah, yeah Jerry's like playing those videos out of his living think, room with the lights she, and the. Yeah, yo, Jerry was on some Dark Side of the Moon shit, right? Like, what was that? Oh yeah, we went. Hmm. Did he not down with Pink Floyd? No, no. Oh, you're missing out. Pink Floyd's good. I did that. I did Tony and Twelve. Tony's killer. What, what did you just Rush say? Twenty one twelve. If you've not listened to that, on a yeah, is that some hippie shit? No, <laughs> like, that's some string cheese incident Canadian, shit. It's some Canadian shit, eh? Oh sure. So it's like Michael Bublé's side project. No, like, they jam like the bare naked ladies, eh? No, oh yeah, eh? Better than bare naked ladies. Come on now, bare naked ladies are talented. Yeah, though. they're actually decent live. I've seen Tell me, you time. guys. Yo, I, I saw you guys are seriously fucking with me, and you don't. Know. No, bare no, naked ladies are, are talented as fuck. Live. Yeah, I saw. I got to see them live in this uh, in in like a private show. My friend worked for a radio station and, in WNBC. Chicago. And they were doing, I kind of felt bad because it was like for like some people that had won, uh, you know, this, like tickets to this event for like a, you know, like children's hospital thing. Like, so there was a raffle and, and people had won the raffle to be at this thing. And then my friend who worked at the radio station was like, hey, you want to come see the Bare Naked Ladies live today? And I was like, yeah, all right, I have nothing to do. So we went down to like a little theater and they played in this theater, like did like a whole live show and they were, I mean, they're talented. I'm not going to throw a bare naked lady CD on, you know, I've learned about no, them in 94. They could play. Yeah. yeah. Live. They're really good. I got some free tickets to see them a couple times and they, they, they put on a good show. 
Yeah, and the ladies, the ladies like bare naked ladies too. It's like so, so it's not a bad place to be. Like I, I went to a Chris Isaac show once, and let me tell you something: the crowd is strong at a Chris Isaac show. <laughs> Let's put it that way. What's the best concert you guys have ever been to? Mm. Um, Soundgarden at Lollapalooza, like Ooh, maybe ten uh, ten years ago. Um, that was really damn good. I saw when I was like maybe like fourteen. I saw Tool in Albuquerque. Ooh, oh wow! Tool and Rage Against the Machine on the same bill. So that was a mosh pit mayhem. I guess it was madness. Like that was madness. Um, they brought like they they brought the lead singer Maynard of Tool out in a giant duffel bag. So like the show, the, you know whatever the show's going, it's all hype. They change over the bands, yada yada. We're all chilling out, and some grip comes out and drops this huge duffel bag in front of the mic stand. And here comes Maynard, like unzips himself out of this huge duffel bag and jumps out, and then just proceeds to shred. Not the only one of you can shit on me. Um, Ed Sheeran, I saw him live at Gillette with that. That loop pedal is pretty impressive, man. It's only him on stage, so that that was a hell of a show. He's talented as hell. No, he he really is. But um, Bruno Mars. Freaking dude, that kid. I would love to see him live. Awesome live. And uh, Gary Clark Jr., man. You want to talk about like a almost like a Hendrix experience live? Gary Clark Jr. is, is insane on the guitar. Yeah, a long ass time ago, I saw uh, I saw G Love and Special Sauce a few times. They're fucking great in concert. Well, you know what else? Like, it wasn't the best concert I've ever seen, but I was really surprised how nasty he is on guitar was Brian Seitzer. I got tickets, to, free tickets to see him. Dude, that dude wails, believe it or not. Like yeah, I believe but, it. Yeah, but I, I've seen a bunch of shows here because we have the casino pretty close to us. Um, but yeah, Gary Clark Jr., Bruno, and Ed Sheeran probably the best shows I've seen. Ooh, you, see, you, know, you seen Gary Clark? Yeah. You know, you know who you know who is insane in concert. You know, the, you've ever heard of the band the Mars Volta? No. Jerry, never. Oh, I'm gonna send you some Mars Volta. Brian, you probably won't like it, but Jerry, you'll trip out on it because it's some serious like. I mean, you might like it, Brian, but I'd be I'd surprised if you did. They they wail. It's like crazy, like psychedelic kind of heavy metal. Oh, it's badass. Like it. Yeah, it's it's badass though. It's a, um, well, and they play like they would. They start their show and play for like an hour and forty minutes straight and never stop. There's no song breaks. They just. Go. It's I mean, not, like it never stops. Like the drummers, it's a John, like a Chon type. Have you heard of Chon? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, check them out. If you're into that, check out Chon. Yeah. Guns and Roses. When I saw them in Tennessee, it was the same thing. Nobody came out in, in front of them, and they they wailed for like two and a half hours. I was surprised. There he yeah. like, I I saw I saw Metallica a couple times. Metallica. They were badass. I've seen Pearl Jam. A I was times. I loved the show Metallica put on, but I hated the sound. The really? Sound, Where we were, were you? The, uh, we were at the KFC Yum Center a couple of years ago, and the sound was just oof. It's kind of that rough. sucks. That's how like when I saw Def Leppard, man, you couldn't even hear the singer over the music. It was brutal. No, it was just it was muffled. Well, that's you weird. Think they yeah, it was. It wasn't very good. I mean, the show was great. Don't get me wrong; it was fucking. I've seen you. I've seen you two twice at Soldier Field, and both times were awesome. That's that's my um, my mecca was ninety five Soldier Field. I was the uh, second to last show before Jerry passed away. That was I was yeah. there. 
Total, there you go. There you go. Total hippie moment. But it was my that was my very first trip to Soldier Field. Soldier Field's a pretty good concert venue. I'll give you I'll give it that. It's a better concert venue than it is a football venue, the, I think. The football stadiums in general, Gillette was real cool too. And I yeah. hate the Patriots, but the for a concert venue it was Ridley really cool. Was so, I mean, these concert these big shows, these arena shows are so damn good at what they do now. Yep. Like the screens they put up and the and the visuals and the oh my god, like it's unbelievable the stuff that they can do. Especially now. if like, the weather plays out for you, it's, it's just oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, and we were at Dead and Company at Wrigley, and that was a fucking experience. I I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, I saw Pearl Jam a couple of years ago at Wrigley. That was insane. Like it's such a sick venue to see a concert like that at. If like Garrett, just. If- Gary Clark Jr. comes back to Chicago the way you got to see him, man. It's yeah, yeah, for sure. If if anybody can ever see concerts, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know, but it's worth, it's worth seeing him get the opportunity. No, for sure. I mean, I'm you know, no doubt. Like, um, I would definitely. What's the worst show you ever seen? Let's go with that one. Um, so it got better, but we went to my wife and I went to to see most Def. And to live in L.A., and they had, like, a million openers, and some of the openers were, like, pretty decent names, like um, Ghostface Killer and, you know, uh, that Fort Minor, which is, like, an offshoot of uh, Lincoln Park. I don't know if you remember them. Um, both of them were horrifyingly bad. The Ghostface Killer show was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. Really? Yes. Like, he was so not into it. Like, he was walking around just yelling into the mic, and, like, it was, like, distorting. And he was, like, walking around with, like, his sweatshirt half off, just like, like, you know, it was horrible. (laughs) Like, it was bad. And then this one, leave me, take me out of here now. No, I mean, Legolas and then most definitely Salim came on and it was great, but like, it was rough. Like, it, it was just like, like, like somebody had woke him up and been like, Ghost, you gotta go out and do a show. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And he goes out there. Like, it was bad. I forgot to mention Brian McKnight, too, as one of my tops, man. That dude, that dude is nasty lot. But, um, worst, man, I went to, uh, it was like, the part of it was really good for me because I'm a big Voice to Men fan, right? But they had like, Oh they had no. Nah, they had ninety-eight degrees. <laughs> I went with my wife. You just—if you bought tickets for that, you deserve what you got. No, Yo. it was with my wife. But dude, it was ninety-eight degrees and new kids on the block. I was a god. It was that was brutal. Boys and men were were nasty, but the, the other two, I'm just like, oh, why am I here? Yo, my wife and I thought about going on the boys and men cruise. <laughs> yeah, I, man, boys and men. How fun would that be? When they oh, came out, God. it was like middle school, man. They they were they were cool as hell. There's a boys and men cruise, or there was a boys and men cruise where you could go and you could get your vows renewed, oh, or getting, like get getting, married. You get more than that renewed on a boys and men cruise. Exactly. Man. But, well, yo, you know what it is. Mike isn't with them anymore. He had scoliosis to do with the hey girl. Right. You, yeah. you get that dude in front of you, chick, man. It's. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I don't don't want to go on a cruise because, you know, like, even before COVID, they were definitely, like, floating germ spaceships, like. It's better than going on on a Minnesota Viking cruise. That's a thing? The love boat? You don't remember? They have a Minnesota Viking cruise? They they did at one time. 
The Culpepper did. <laughs> oh, okay, check. I was like, wait, what? The worst I mean, because, are... yo, sorry. Don't don't think the Bears couldn't sell a Bears cruise. If they had a Bears cruise and threw some, you know, and like Haven't push... they done that? They've done something similar. They do the thing I, I, in Mexico. Well, they do the beach thing. They do the beach vacation. Don't they? No, the Red Sox do a cruise. That's what it is. I'm telling you, the Bears could do a cruise. Like, push Steve McMichael out there and, you know. <laughs> they should have done a cruise when they had a cruise. Mongo cruise. I would go on the Mongo cruise. Yeah, you would. Be a good Man. time. No, not like that. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> who else would be? Who else would be on the Bears cruise? You could have Matt Forte be like. Oh, the, come on, Roquan like the, would be the captain, bro. Oh, that's no doubt. Roquan would be the captain. <laughs> you know, like would would Forte come on and be like the be like the boat chaplain, like possibly. What are we making it like the the love boat show? Uh, well, just no. I just want to. I mean, who's serving uh, drinks? Just keep Dick off the mic. We'd be fine. Oh boy. <laughs> man overboard. Yeah, keep Dick in or well, like, have just, like waving to people. Drinks, don't you think? Absolutely, you'd have to have McMahon. Or like would bounce out because he had diarrhea. Right, yeah, or like a, or like a get <laughs> sick, or like a get motion sickness. I was and like so the first pissed, man. He, they had his face all over everything for that hundred years. Sorry, her lecker can't show up. He has diarrhea. Yeah, sorry, he can't get on the plane. <laughs> Takes some Metamucil or some or the opposite, some I don't know, something to stop you up. <laughs> good <laughs> times. Oh, good times, good times, yeah. great oldies. Getting back to real football though. Pat, a practice starting, man. Got a little. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's clap it. it up, let's bring it in, let's bring it in. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. I mean, thanks. Shout out to everybody that watched. Um, hopefully, you. you enjoyed. It's just another episode of the Tailgate Show. The virus. The hype, yo. The live broadcast. The 1920s. Getting that. We went live, man. Boom. Live up in your mug. Uh.